I remember uh, my parents getting divorced. I was nine years old. Yeah, very sad time in my life. I was two when my parents got divorced. I don't remember. But I uh, met Steve Garvey in court and got his autograph. Was he he your father? (laughs) No. He was getting a divorce himself. And so he was in the court? He was in the same courtroom. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's how you figure it. Because Steve Garvey, who played for the Dodgers, is known for having many paternity yeah. tests he had against him. a lot him. of shit against him. So yeah. Buck Perez, like, think about it. Like, did you say Steve Garvey, you, you are the father? You are the father, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I th- <laughs> Were you I an expert witness in the trial? He signed in and then he's like, I, I touched him. You know, and it was like that one movie with Christopher Walken. Like, I got this feeling, you know? Magnetic, yeah. Yeah, and you are the father. That was the first one. Well, yeah. when Steve Garvey... That was the first. When Steve Garvey was a San Diego Padre, they used to have shirts that said, Steve Garvey is my Padre. <laughs> nice. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Payer, the Adam is a great book, bro. Hey, Todd, how we doing? Doing good, Buck. How we do? Doing good. It's just uh, me and Buck tonight. Uh, no rotating gang of cigar store Indians. Uh, we do have a guest, the Crickets. Yes. Yes. Sometimes they're here. You'll hear. It'll sound like you're at some kind of techno. Oh, I'm sorry. Can't say techno. EDM. EDM. Techno is EDM. the N word yes. for EDM. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Oof, 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 oof. Just put that, you know, with it. Sounds good. So I think the the... Crickets will be a guest for probably uh, hey. for the next two months of recordings. I think. Jesus, mm. I, I've I've become quite the Dale Dribble at this shit. I know exactly where the cricket is in the garage right now. I'm throwing whatever I have at it, and it just doesn't. You did chuck something like across the room right before we started to try to get them like off. Yes, but I do my best. the The great thing is when you have the crickets in the garage is that. Uh, Sometimes you'll tell a joke and then you'll stop and it's just crickets. Right. But uh, this may be, again, we're week to week on the Far Out Garage. Uh, we may be in a new recording studio uh, anytime <clears throat> soon given uh, if I sell my house. So. Right. Uh, so on today's show, we're going to talk about a new development in the world of getting fucked up called powdered alcohol. Uh, we have some cool shit going on. Uh, we have some uh, things Buck Perez wants to talk about. Before we before huh. we get into the, that, I've had a long-running problem, and I don't want to seem like I'm a racist, which obviously makes you seem like you're racist. Yeah, Donald. But I've had... Okay. I'll, I'll back this up. I'll back this up, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story, and then we'll, we'll get into the, the ethnic component of it. Huh. So I'm driving down uh, Bellflower Boulevard the other day. I'm coming home from a long day at work. It's like a Friday night, and I get to a stop sign, and there's a Ford F-150 next to me, and there's four women in it, and they're just like going, they look like something horrible is happening. And the woman starts honking her horn like crazy on this big truck. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, my God, my God. So so I roll down the window, (laughs) and the woman in the front seat goes, we need help. I'm like, okay, how can I help? She goes, we need help. Um, my sister was beaten by her husband, and she's in the hospital. We need help. What the hell? Yeah, so I said, okay. And in the back seat, there were two women going, oh, 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 
Sure, and they're moving back and forth like, like they're having the fucking they're, stigmata. They're wailing. They, exactly. They were wailing. They it were was, wailing. It was like they're having a, a, a negative religious experience in the back of their car. So I, I'm like, okay, fine, 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 fine. So I go to pull on the track where my house is next to this car to try to help these people. And the woman had said when they first approached me as we were driving that the woman was beaten by her husband, was severely injured, and they needed to get to the hospital. Wow. So I was like, oh, my God, how can I help? So I go to, you know, I, I pull next And this to, happened in the car. In the car. They were wailing in the car. They were, no, no, no. The beating. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. There, there was, it was all women in the car. So, so what the hell? There was no white What are you beat. supposed to do? Like, they want you to go with them somewhere? I, I was trying think. to figure out what I was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, what the fuck? What's your responsibility at this so, point? I, so I said, okay, we'll meet up. How can I help? So I pull up next to this car, and they go, my, my sister. And, and I thought the sister that was beaten was one of the women that was wailing in the car. Yeah. Which was a sensible. By the, by the way, they were wailing. They were wailing. You, you would think oh, that. <laughs> they're waving their hands. And it was, again, it was like they had the stigmata. Mm-hmm. It was it was bad. It was a bad scene in that car. So right. we, we, we pull over on the frontage road, like right leading up to my house. And so I said, what, what's going on? How can I help? And the woman goes, my my sister. And in the, the back is, oh, oh. these three other women. Oh. At one point, they, they backed up Bob Marley. Yeah, there were the whalers. Fucking whalers, dude. So they're whaling, and I said, what happened? And she goes, my sister, she was beaten by her husband. She's in the hospital. She she needs help. She goes, we need to get to the hospital. And I'm thinking, okay, Long Beach Memorial's about uh, Atlantic Avenue. We got about uh, six bucks worth of gas. Like, I'm trying to figure out what they need. And then she goes, and the, the sister wasn't in the car. She goes, my sister, she's in the hospital in San Jose. What? San Jose is about a eh, five, five-hour drive, no, uh, six-hour drive. At least, at least, yeah, yeah. Going up towards San Francisco. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. you're in an F-150. Right. And you guys are wailing like this, and, you, uh, and, I, and then I looked. I looked in the eyes, and I saw what was happening. What? Gypsies. Ah. Uh, this was, sounds like a scam. There was a gypsies, because the wailing, the gy- that's how you yeah. know it's gypsies, when the uh. wailing happened. And I've, I've said before on the show, I used to have gypsy neighbors, mm. and they used to pull shit on people all the time. Right. You're, you're just a mark. They see you as a fucking scam. Yeah. You but know, then you're I, just a mark. But, the, but then when you stop, <clears throat> and you start talking to one woman, and the people still continue, oh, in the back <laughs> with the hands waving, and they're rolling around like they were each individually like ran over by an automobile. Right. Like, and I was like, ah, mm, calling bullshit. I'm bow- bowing out of this. You yeah. called bullshit? And so I was like, so you got to drive to San Jose. <laughs> so their whole bit was, my sister's been beaten we need to get to the hospital, and I think it's a local thing, and I think one of the women in the car is the beaten... Of course. The, one of the whalers. You would assume. Yeah, in the size of whales, by the way. Whoa. And so then I saw that, and then I was like, oh, man, now I'm like, stop next to this F-150. It's a big car. These are scary women. <laughs> These are scary women. So you were actually like intimidated by them. So I, uh, I, yeah. I pulled out a $5 bill. Just to buy them off? I, I, I handed it over to the woman, then I just drove off. Wow. That was it. I should have just drove it off, because I know this this was a right. gypsy scam. But yeah. There was still like 10% of me was like, 
uh, I don't know. But then one, by the time I got to my house, like a mile up, I was like, this was a gypsy scam. It was once again gypsies running a scam on me in my neighborhood. So you paid them to leave, like like any good hooker. Mm-hmm. You you paid them to get the fuck out. That's what and, you pay for. It. And, her and re- the blowjob, usually. But I got no blowjob off. The, the, the wailing women, I wouldn't want anywhere near my testicles. So when she received the money, she was shocked? Happy? No, no. no. She was no like, reaction. what? She gave me this, like, what? You're not paying for us to get all the way to San Jose, you bastard. Wow. She yeah. was ungrateful. She was completely ungrateful. Wow. Yeah. I remember I gave this guy fucking two bucks once, you know. Hey, can I have some money? Yeah, there's two bucks. Oh, can I have that five? That five right there. Can I have that five? Right so we saw just, the money in your yeah, yeah, I'm just like, no, you can't. I'm giving you the two. All right, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Then I can't eat. All right? <laughs> right? It's the last five I got, motherfucker. Did you tell him with those two bucks you can get both parts of the food group, a McChick and a McDub? And a, and a McDub, yeah. I told him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what the fuck are you crying for? Yeah, that's a day of eating. It's my daily intake. Now, what's your... What's your what's your uh, philosophy? Because you know, living in the LA area, right? And uh, you you come across a certain amount of people who are homeless or who are uh, panhandling. Oh God! What, what's your <laughs> like? What's your philosophy? Because every man has their own philosophy. But at, at this age, you have a clear idea about who who you help and who you don't. No, I just I give to I literally give to almost every fucking idiot. There was some guy last there was some guy last night. I'm on the phone with my boss. At this point he's still in Alaska. And I'm talking to my boss. And fucking this guy literally walked up on me and you know, he's like, God need money. I don't know. I'm like, Okay, all right. And then while I'm in the process of trying to give him money, he starts crying. And I'm like no, don't cry. I'm giving you money. This is not a bad... No, but no. Like, I guess he wanted me to, like, start whipping out, like, 20s and shit. Tell him and I'm right. like, here's two bucks. Just get the fuck out of here, dude. What the hell? Like, yeah. eat, go cry to someone else. I don't know. I, I've never been homeless. I don't know what it's like, you know, anything like that. But I, I just don't... I, I literally give to... If anyone asks me for money, I give it to them. It's not much. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. much. It's it's tides. Well, there's you know? a we- there's a weird thing where some people would say, "Oh, you're just enabling him to complete." And no, I think at the point to where you're begging, it's not like the guy's like, "Well, I would get a job, but uh, this begging thing is going way too well." Right. He was a very good crier. Like he, I mean, he blows a uh, what's that one? Ryan Gosling blows him out the water. Oh yeah, much yeah. better actor. They gotta be better. Uh, oh, much better. Yeah. Then Gosling? Come on. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck that guy. Nice abs, though. He did look good. He does look good. He does look good. Now, my philosophy is, if, like, there's the weird thing where people go, well, you know, he's going to go buy drugs with that. And I think, well, that's a noble thing to spend money on, usually, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. I've spent a lot uh, of money. I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, i spent who, a lot of money on who drugs. Who am I to judge, motherfucker? I, yeah, I actually, uh, I enjoy drugs. But I... I Maybe you, not the kind he does, but... Yeah. yeah horses for courses as they say but my my theory is usually if like if i know if the guy is like obvious massive drug problem hmm. I, it's a no-go i don't give if the guy seems like somewhat legit i give him the benefit of the doubt then throw the throw the dollar bill oh, and okay. then and then also i keep a. Because where I work is... You don't throw them the check you have in your wallet? Yeah, the one, to, my one check. The one check, yeah. No, that, that would... Re, you know what that would require to get that one check I keep on in my wallet? That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot to get that check. Yeah. It's got to be a massive situation where I'm <laughs> fucked 
and the guy doesn't take a you know debit or chase sapphire. You know, I got I got to pull out that that, that check. That's Armageddon times. But I, I I will. What I do is I roll with a, a twenty four pack of uh, granola bars in my car. What? Yeah. Okay. Nature Valley, dude. I don't skimp. No, that's good shit. And so then, because I, you see so many people like where I work in like West LA, like Venice Beach. It's either like really rich people or like homeless people. Right. So when I see a homeless guy, I wing him in Nature Valley. Really? And, and that's a total win across the board because you're not supporting a drug uh, habit, but you help the guy out. I remember the happiest, the happiest I ever saw a homeless person was when I gave him a lotto ticket. <laughs> I swear to God, like a scratcher. Like I just, have, I just happened to have a what scratch. What if he would have won? And it, I know. And it, but see, that's the thing. I was Did like, you negotiate with that with him? No, no, I just gave it to him. But if he was it a two dollar or five dollars? It was like a two dollar one. Was it a, well, like a like, no, like a kind of a long one? So it might have been a five, yeah, like a good one, a good size one. How many scratchers you buying? How much lotto? No, look, I don't want to talk about my habits. <laughs> I smoke a lot of weed. I played scratcher a lot. You play the, how often do you buy a scratcher? Quite, uh, what today is Sunday? How many scratchers did you so buy this six, week? Uh, one a day. You buy one a day? Well, every day's a new day, Todd. That's true. It's you gotta new, be in it to win it, but I'm saying, yeah, like, you exactly. buy your coffee and then you buy a scratcher with it. It's a, it's that convenient. Why not? You know, what's the most? And money? then I walk out, get a red box, and call it a day. You wow. Know? Yeah. So your whole life is a good care life. At Seven Eleven, yeah. That's coffee. Your finances. Cigarettes. Your financial opportunities, right. like some guys' mutual funds, some guys' lotto tickets. Right. Yeah. So how? Toilet how paper's there too. What's what's the most you've ever won off a of scratcher? Not I'm not talking like Powerball lottery like scratcher. Yeah. Getting down and dirty, getting that silver Ooh. stuff beneath your fingers. Got like four or five tickets once. That was a good haul. No hundreds. You know you've won hundreds. Yeah. What was the most? Come on, I think, being fucking cagey. What's I think the most two? you won off a ticket? I think two. I don't like you, to talk about my habits. You won two hundred dollars off a of scratcher. Yeah. Pretty badass. That's good stuff. Are you still negative though over time? Or are you you up on the scratchers? That was years ago, so I would say <laughs> so you're negative. I would say negative. I would I, say I'm off on it. I have a thing where the guys in my office we're we're we're, we're uh, we have a real taste for low rent behavior. Okay. And the guys in my office we we buy scratchers and uh, snooze all the time. So we buy like a smokeless tobacco. Like we have snooze Thursday. <clears throat> Where me and the guys in the office, we walk up to the 7-Eleven in Venice Beach. I don't even and know what snooze is. What? It's like a little pouch of smokeless tobacco. It's like chewing tobacco, but it's in a little pouch. And you put yeah. it in your lip, and you suck on it, and you can you can suck back the juice in it. So you don't. it's not like chew. You don't spit it out. No, you, you swallow it. So we get snooze <laughs> and scratchers and five-hour energies. We have, we have snooze Thursday, where we enjoy snooze, and then somebody has a snooze in their desk, and then throughout the week we go... Thursday, right? I snooze it up. And we enjoy yeah. smokeless tobacco in the office. Uh, risky behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's a new thing going on. We're, huh. ta- we're, we're talking about snooze here. There's another way people are catching a buzz these days, which we need to talk about. And it's called a powdered alcohol. Have you heard about this, Buck? You're talking about crank? Speed? What? No, powdered alcohol. It's alcohol, but it's in powdered form. Tang. No? No, no, no. It's like literally like alcohol. So you could put it, you can mix it into like water mm-hmm. or your tang. Make yeah. a screwdriver. Make a, an astronaut screwdriver. Nice. And you can mix it 
in things. So, so is this made for the astronauts to get drunk up there? Well, I would like to hope that's what it was for. That'd be pretty badass, right? Yeah. Get some Neapolitan ice cream. If you ever get your uh, buzz on watching the world. <laughs> by the way, by the <laughs> That'd way, be some shit. I gotta say, my what am my honestly my favorite food in the world is astronaut ice cream from from the museum, right? When you go to the museum and they yeah, have that yeah. uh, the. Science Museum and I like. Can you, can you give me a beer? It's like freeze dried. It's that freeze dried ice cream, and they have it in Neapolitan. It's all. There's no other choice but Neapolitan. You can't say I just want chocolate. Well, that's because once you uh, once you get out of the atmosphere and the Earth, it's you're in a multi, you know, flavor zone. Well, there goes my bottle cap. You're in a multi flavor zone, right? So you're having Neapolitan, which is the flavors of the entire universe, which are strawberry. Chocolate and vanilla. Right. It's just like you know Roy G. Biv, or it's like you know there aren't there's, there's only blue, uh, yellow, and um, red. Yeah, that sounds right. Is that is that it? And there's only three flavors, and that's Neapolitan. And so like, but that is like I've all I've always dreamed like you know you have those thoughts when you're like if I had so much money that I just didn't give a fuck about shit. Like yeah. I think, of like A, I'd buy the Raiders. B, I'd buy so much astronaut food, and I'd live off astronaut food. Like I love astronaut ice cream. Really? Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Really? You don't like it? Uh, no, it's the best, but that's about it. It, mel- it melts on your tongue. I don't do kids these days. Do they have that? Is that still available? Is that still a thing? Because we don't have astronauts anymore. Tell us, kids. Tell us, kids. No, I love that shit. Like I would, I would. Uh, like if someone said, "Hey, you could have the greatest like Italian ice ever," you know mm. what I'm saying, or the greatest creme brulee, or the greatest dessert ever, or astronaut ice cream, astronaut ice cream, no, with it. N- not even not even an issue, no question. Mm-mm. Yeah, done and done. Uh, if you- I was if I was on death row, huh, and I was getting ready, and they're just getting ready to. Uh, <laughs> inject me with shit or electrocute me or I don't know put a pair up my ass like medieval Europe I would say they'd say what do you want Perry and I'd say uh, I'd say uh, jello Americana rice pudding huh yeah rice pudding yeah but the the, the jello brand rice pudding good god alright and a uh, and a, a big helping of astronaut ice cream that could kill you on its own yeah like just the rice pudding and that as a combination in your stomach? Probably. It's like I, I have Pop Rocks in the house right now because for some joke, Coke? my, yeah. my wife, yeah. they gave me a, they gave her a whole bunch of Pop Rocks and I was eating it last night. And so I put the Pop Rocks in my mouth. Oh, and I wish I had it right now. I was thinking I, I want to bring it on the podcast to eat Pop Rocks. Oh, wait. I'm going to get it right now. Wait, Pop Rocks and Coke, right? I'm going I'm to have Pop Rocks and beer right now. Oh give me one God. second. Oh, man. One second. <laughs> I'll work on the cricket. Mike, for a second. And so we have some Pop Rocks. So I'm going to ingest a whole bunch. Do it, do it. Who go up? Oh, thank you. Dude, you took the whole fucking pack. There's like four left for me. <laughs> All right, well, see me. Oh, God. Hey, I'm trying to make. Oh. Help me. 
That's a good radio, if anything. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to be drinking? Yeah, have a beer with it. Mm. Fuck that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh. I forgot I, how much I detested. Ah, detested this shit. <laughs> have any more? Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> the foam thing on the mic is totally fucked now. Can you hear that? Can you hear it? Alright. <laughs> 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 Fuck, but when you drink beer with it, it just cracks, man. Actually, Pop Rocks kills beer. Ow. Oh. Are you good? Do I have sensitive gums? Do you have any more left? I think, think my gums are starting to bleed. Do I have sensitive gums? Or Ow! Oh. Duh! Oh. It's, it's so... I don't even know where we were. Yeah. So, <laughs> powdered alcohol. Is that the rest? Do you have any more, Buck? No, no. Keep going. But Pop Rocks are the best. Like, still, as a 37-year-old man, I love it. So. Give me a lemon head any day. Over Pop Rocks? Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't take sour. All right. Let's see here. What do we got? So, uh, let's talk a little bit about powdered alcohol. Definitely a huge sign that your friend is... Ah. Uh, uh. Your friend, guy. Drunkenness is only a plastic pouch and powder away. That's right. The future is here, everybody. Kids have alcohol. It's a new and improved way to get drunk that could hit the shelves later this year. Scientists behind the product have turned liquid alcohol into... Buck, you're, you're popping right now. I don't know. You're pop rocking. Pop locking. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, oh, my tongue. You're popping hard right now. My tongue hit the mic. What you need is a molly. <laughs> like, Buck is popping right now. <laughs> He's popping, motherfucker. And you could... There we go. I'm sure. Powder that you can mix with water to make your drink. Their website reports that they have six varieties, rum, vodka, and four types of cocktails. And last week, the news spread that alcohol received its federal approval, which caused a mad frenzy, as you might imagine. Then a few days later, the feds were like, oh wait, just kidding, that was a mistake. We'll seep out. Palcohol says that their powders are 58% alcohol by weight, which is why it's also highly what? flammable. When yeah, you mix what? it with water, the percentage- I'm sorry, what? <laughs> 58%. As an alcoholic. Uh, that made yeah. me uh, stop and turn. Let's say, say what? So, so what? What's that? Fifty-eight percent alcohol. So you get, you get. Right, okay, wait. I think when you combine it with water, though, the way they Reduced want to twelve percent, though. And FYI, so when you, goes, yeah, when you, it, it becomes like wine. Okay, that's not bad though. Here's how I see it. You know, people are gonna fucking snort that shit. <laughs> oh, fifty-eight percent alcohol. That's immediate. What I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now here's the thing. The great thing is about the powdered alcohol, like. Immediately, my brain went to situations in which I can't get alcohol into something. Right. Or, or like, if you go to a USC football game, right, they don't, because it's like NCAA rules, they don't allow you to bring booze in. But 
if you had the powdered alcohol, you can easily like put that in your underwear and like put it between your balls and your taint. Or Good you could God. you could you could put it up your asshole. Right. Well, I mean this this is prison. I mean, you're or, talking about, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, it's a game. Yeah, <laughs> or, or you can just put it in your pocket. Or right. whatever, you can make it through security, and then you go in and you just buy like a Coke, and then you just pour your powdered alcohol in there, God. and then you can get like a solid buzz on the whole game. You, a, a, you, you, if, and then if you go to just a normal place where they do allow alcohol, you go to a Dodger game where it's 12 bucks for a beer, 6 right. bucks for a 12-ounce height, you just go in there and then you just you, you get your buzz on. You make your height even stronger by buying a height, you know, buying that one, yeah. and then fucking dumping some shit in there. Oh, it's like when you go to Korean barbecue and you get a height and you put soju in it. Yeah. It's an Irish car bomb. About 80 calories. Is powdered alcohol the great idea? Oh, wait. Dude, that girl just busted some horrible vocal fry right there. Sorry, I got it. I got it back there. Oh, cool. Hoping- is powdered alcohol the great idea that we've all been though? So, and FYI, each pouch contains about 80 calories. 80 calories. 80 calories. Is powdered alcohol the great idea that we've all been hoping for? Yeah, so, I think so. Depends on who you ask. I think for most people, regular liquid booze. Well, it depends on who you ask. If you ask an asshole, it's a bad <laughs> idea. I mean, kids today are, just, they have it too fucking easy. Kids these yeah. days, I mean, Buck. fuck, man. We used to have to sneak vodka and shit. We used to have to go in a van. Or was that just me? I'm sorry. Oh, was was there a man with a van that you hung out with oh, that was a no, creeper? No, no, or? no. No, no, just, you know, that one guy. But, I mean, you shit, still. Shit, he was kind of creepy. That one guy. Yeah. But, I mean, you still have to, like, be 21 and over to buy powdered alcohol, you know. The weird thing is they have different flavors. It's like rum. It's weird. Why not just make it pure ethyl alcohol or whatever, whatever gives you the buzz? Let's get a powder keg, man. Yeah. Let's get a fucking powder keg. But like, ima- imagine how easy life gets if you don't have to ingest all... Like, the calories is what I'm thinking. Oh, like, God. Like, honestly, like, I drink so much beer that I have to limit my food intake in order not to be a fat ass. I have to work or uh, do an extra minute on the Stairmaster. Just to keep the weight off. That's my true master. The, the tread master. Is the stair the master. Treadmill. Yeah. The <laughs> so I, I'm just thinking that if, if powdered alcohol was a normal thing, imagine you could just add it to your pop rocks right there. It's like... Might be some good shit there. Yeah. Like, what, what would you do with powdered alcohol besides, you know... I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I'm not the first one to think. I would snort it. Yeah. I would just see what would happen. Because, yeah. you know, it's alcohol. Yeah. yeah it's got to go in anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like why, why, why? Uh, People are fucking. I'm sorry. Fuck, w- fuck with your stomach when your nasal passages will do the work. People are butt chugging. All right. Oh, imagine this. Remember cocaineus? Oh yeah. You could alcohol cane it. Alcanus. Alcanus. You could alcanus where you just like you'd be like, "Buck, yo, pour this in my asshole. <laughs> Put some yayo in your a hole." Cocaineus. <laughs> there we go. Put some rum up your rectum. Alcanus. Alcanus. Oh, Alcanus. Put some yeah. rum up your rectum. Alcanus. Oh, sorry, I was drinking. Alcanus. Put some vodka <laughs> up your asshole. Alcanus. <laughs> so, like, you know, I, I feel like my kids. The first time they get buzzed, it will they will find my Alcanus supply. Right, you'll find some. Powder under their bed instead of like some beer bottles. 
you know? In the future, your kid will have powdered alcohol. Well, it'll, it'll make it Sounds much more scary. difficult because if they have, they have like the powder, I'll see it and I'll be like, is that meth? Is that cocaine or is that alcohol? And then you're going to snort it and see what's up. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my elongated uh, finger down my pinky <laughs> and then I'm going to take it out. I'm going to rub it on my gums Isn't- and go... <laughs> Mm. Isn't that just a, the true tell-all, though? Like, if you ever meet someone, you like, shake their hand, you're like, yeah, what's up, cokehead? Yeah. Like, you got the fucking picky, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's I, when I say that man is my friend. Maybe, maybe I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, yeah when I see that guy, I'm like, let's hang. <laughs> let's <laughs> chill for a minute. Let's chill for a minute. So, powdered alcohol. Good times. You're wearing the OJ shirt tonight. Yes. Yeah. We've told the story, right? Where Be Real fucking gave you shit. I don't know if we have. Yeah. You're wearing that shirt and me and you, I remember. So, this. okay. I'm wearing a shirt and it has OJ Simpson's face on his mug his shot. His mug shot. His mug shot from yeah. the alleged murders of Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown. And on the back, it says, free the juice. Yeah. You must have quit. If it doesn't fit, you, you must have quit. You must have quit. So, me and Todd are, we had a standing gig at where, Rainbow Room? Yeah, our old band. We used to play the Rainbow Room, yeah. We're, the Rainbow Room in Hollywood, which is a pretty cool, like, if you watch, like, the November Rain video by Guns N' Roses, it is shot at the Rainbow. No one watches that. And we had a standing gig at the Rainbow for All well, I know is Zeppelin probably partied back there, all this shit back in the day, right? Yeah, Sunset Strip. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. But pretty cool saying that we played in a band that had a standing gig at the Rainbow Room. Yeah. Claim the fame. Yes. So we're on. We're done with the show. We're putting the shit in the trunk, and I remember vividly. Me, it's me and Todd. We're loading shit in, and the person goes, "What? You think that shit's funny?" And then we turn around, and it's Be Real and Send Dog. I think right. Yeah, from Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah. both of them like fucking mad dogging you. Like, yes. They were fucking mad at you for wearing that shit. For that, wearing my Free the Juice shirt. <laughs> that was basically right after that shit happened. Yes. It was right after the OJ trial. Because this shit is pretty faded right now. Yeah. Like, that's an old shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wore it tonight because my uncle that just died, we talked about on the last show. Right. He got that shirt and he sent it to me from Chicago. And, nice. uh Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I was like, this is a tribute to my uncle. You also know it's been like 20 years since that shit happened and they just celebrated it's, that too. So, there's a lot of reasons why I'm yeah, wearing the OJ shirt Very tonight. weird. But when... Okay. So... I remember that. Yeah, we were sitting there and then Be Real had a problem with me wearing the shirt. But like, maybe I was pro OJ. See, what happened? Right? Right. Like, with any Cypress... I'm not saying I am, but... You know, why, why is he judging me as being anti-OJ wearing the shirt? Uh, see, with any, like in the music, like in real life, with any Cypress Hill song, P-Real was like, what, you think that shit's funny? And then Sendog was like, what, you think that shit's funny? <laughs> think right shit's after. Funny. That's all he did was take what B-Real just said and like say it differently. If you listen to any Cypress Hill song, that's all he's doing. Do, do you what, remember, you think that shit's funny? Do you remember what my <laughs> response was? No. I don't remember either. I think me and you were just scared as fuck. Like I'm like, oh shit, that's be real. Don't don't fucking yeah. don't get around this but, but be real was sitting there smoking a huge joint, right? Just like in public, yeah. Like no big deal. Who's gonna tell that motherfucker now? Yeah. You know. So yeah, I think we just hightailed it. Like we we ran away. Like you know, Jerry Pretty much yeah. Jerry Seinfeld in the cowboy boots and shit like that. When when he's getting harassed by the street yeah. gang about, it, he just fucking runs off. That's us. But we did have. A standing gig at, at the, the Rainbow, Rainbow Room. Room. Yeah. 
I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Far Out Podcast. I thank Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. I thank me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> thank everybody listening to Far Out. We'll see you next week with a rotating gang of cigar story. And he's probably hanging with us. Good night. <laughs>